I know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing it with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to talk about Raw and SmackDown, specifically Raw Underground. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, we're good. Anything goes Raw Underground, we're good. Man, so we were talking pre-show about um, the comparisons to things from back in the day. This Raw Underground, you mentioned BET Uncut. I did. I mentioned Def Jam for Vendetta, or Def Jam Vendetta. Um, there's so many jokes here, man, with this with this Raw Underground. But in all honesty, what what did you what what was your reaction? What was your first reaction to seeing this this concept, this whole Raw Underground thing? Because I, I just I still don't know what to make of what I saw. I was frankly amused immediately. <laughs> this was just. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like the they had a ring but the rope what the they didn't have the ring rope set up or nothing like that. It just had like a black carpet or something like on there. And you just see these guys just grambling. And you see Shane like, Yeah, yeah, go go ahead, go ahead. All right, man, that's enough, that's enough, all right, that's enough. And I'm like, What the <laughs> F is going on here, bro? <laughs> you got these dancers in the background on the stripper yeah. pole dancing horrible i'm like just dancing all low and grinding a little bit too much i'm like what dude this is just a little bit too much on the nose and just cutting back and forth it's like fight 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 okay girls fight 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 okay girls (laughs) then shame man you good you good you good you good okay that's enough that's enough that's enough like what is happening what is going on you see like the the spectators all dressed in black like they're gambling uh who was there oh who was there from somebody was there from 205 live Oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Just that, on the outside? Just kind of watching? On the outside watching. And I was like, bro, I, is he? I, I can't believe my mind just blinked, man. I, once I remember his name, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout it out. Okay. I'm just going to shout it out. I don't care what segment we're in. <laughs> Fair warning. Completely All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was just so bizarre, man. I mean, you know, they were talking about, I mean, this whole episode of Raw was, was crazy with, like, the, the glitches and you know, lights going out and mics going out. So they were they were really. I think it's swerve. There we go. So oh, swerve Scott was swerve there. Swerve Scott. Okay, I there didn't even go. I didn't even notice him on yep. the side. There. Dressed in black bed. <laughs> oh my god. Wrong so wrong. yeah, just this this whole night was you know had all the, the issues and oh who's messing around and 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 you know um, messing with the lights and you know just uh, dropping boxes and everything right and then they threw in this raw underground thing for like the third hour. You know, they kept hyping it up. They showed, oh, Shane McMahon's brainchild. That's something going on with Shane McMahon. And then just out of nowhere, they show this ring with no ropes. Yeah. You know, and just dudes just brawling. Like, you know, <laughs> just fighting. Just just all over the place, grappling. Like, what? 
what is this? What are they doing? And then, you know, they're trying to sell it. Tom Phillips is like, yeah, I think Shane's on to something. I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> this Samoa, is just weird. Samoa like, Joe's like, I'm about to get in the ring myself, man. See what Samoa Joe, right. Like, I, I kind of like this. I kind of like what they're doing, you know? I'm like, what? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically the way I looked at it was it, it felt desperate. It felt like. You know, WWE really wants to try to do something about the ratings yeah. and trying to get yeah. eyeballs on screen. Mm-hmm. So they're trying whatever they can, you know, as shocking as it may seem to just get people tuning in. And, yeah, I just I, I, I don't know that this is it. I mean, I feel like it accomplishes its goal in terms of getting people talking. Like, this is the first thing we're talking about on, on our is. podcast here. It is. So Which is smart. It's smart. It works. But long term... I give this about a month. I give it about a month before it's gone. Like I, I really don't believe this is a long term addition to Raw. Like hell no. I see your. I don't think I that see, they're going to. You know what? I'll see your month, and I'll raise you two months. Two months? Okay. Two months. Okay. Solid. Hey, two I give, months. I give. I mean, how long did the not the wild card rule, but the more recent version of the wild card rule? How long did that last? Shit, like yeah. I feel like it was just it, they did it once. They said it one time. And then it was just gone. Like, people just started showing up, and they didn't reference that anymore. (laughs) You know? It's like, all of a sudden, we just have people left and right just moving from show to show. Right. I thought it was supposed to be three people in a year, four people in a year, but, like, every episode now, you'll see, you know, I mean, Sasha Sasha and and Bailey. They always kicking off Raw and SmackDown together, man. On a weekly basis. This is just normal to see them together. (laughs) It's just, they're just on every show now. So you you got that going on. I mean, even um, sometimes Nikki Nikki Cross too will jump over, and she's not. You can't say, oh well, you know, it's it's just because they're tag team champions. Well, but Nikki Cross followed them, you know, across brands too. Like she shouldn't have been allowed to go there to mess with Bailey and Sasha when she did. So that happened. Um, yeah, you got trades happening. Like you know, uh, Ali showed up. You know, on on Raw. Yeah, uh, there's just been so many people that just keep. Bouncing around, I'm like uh, Dolph Ziggler. All of a sudden, it was traded, you know. But yeah, it's it's it's. So anyway, my point is, yeah, <laughs> they just don't stick with anything. So I don't know, man. I mean, the hurt business. They're like, you know, we're running this. I don't know how long that's gonna last. Does it, does that mean that they're actually gonna be there instead of Shane, or were they just okay? They beat up everybody that night because. They were pissed off because they were they were having a bad night, losing every match they were a part of. You know what I'm saying? And they just had to burn off. Some, uh, some, some I'm glad. Steam, see, you, know? you see, you see, well, I'm glad I hopped off the hurt business, man. As soon as they asked, <laughs> I was immediately I hopped off. Like, nope, can't do it. Nope, oh, I'm man. done, dude. It's it's just all been downhill. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the the underground, I think. Yes, accomplishing its 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 goal of trying to get eyeballs on the screen that it worked. But yeah. in terms of being a, a mainstay that's going to keep people watching, now nah, once you've seen it once, it's kind of like what the heck, what is going on, and that's it. Like next week, I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, I need to see that underground. It's going to be. Like, well, people I can't are, imagine well, just people be- are like that. Some of these groups, wrestling Facebook groups, I'm in. Uh, I know some guys are kind of just geeky, like, hey, man, see Dolph Ziggler? He's getting down now, looking kind of hard. I'm like, huh, really? Ziggler? Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> wh- where does this go, though? Are they, they going to have a belt for the underground? That's what I'm saying. Underground belt? Championship? <laughs> underground belt? 
Jesus. Raw underground shit. <laughs> like, we, we have to... Well, here's what I'll say. It's it's something that if Vince is really dedicated to this and he wants to make it a thing, yeah. you know, then let him run with it and let's see what happens. You know, like, maybe a month from now or two months from now, if it's still here, and, yeah, they have a belt and they're featuring the underground still, all right, I guess this is what we're doing, you know? Um, I, I just don't... I, I don't feel like... Like, okay, so UFC just had another show, and, you know, when I see the underground, I feel like they're trying to do that, but it trying is. to be even more, like... MMA. That's all it scripted. is. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all Perfectly it is. Perfectly put. Yes, so, with that being the case, and we, you see real MMA, like, if I want to see that, I'll just watch UFC. Like, there's no reason for me to watch this, you know, and take it seriously. This was a, a kind of a cool gimmick to say, okay, we did something crazy this week just to, you know, shake things up a little bit. Cool. But long term, it's like, no, I don't I don't need to see this. Wrestling, I love what wrestling is on its own. And it, yeah. just to, to have these matches, these classic matches, I'm cool with that. These big personalities, awesome. But if you're going to try to just... It's like Brawl for All. Like, you're, you're going to try to go out there... Yeah, you're not and, the only one who's made comparison like that, you know? Right. I get it. Yeah, it is like Brawl for All. Yeah, but, like, I could just watch boxing if I want to see yeah. that. Or I could just watch UFC if I want to see MMA. And it won't be scripted. I could just... I could see actual fighters going out in there and fighting. You know, Ziggler looking hard for one week. I don't buy that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. It's just... Come on, man. Eric from the Viking Raiders was down there, you know, like just trying to, you know, having some fun for a little bit. That was cool for a moment, but for a moment, now where do we? Right, <laughs> where do we go from here? So he's going to be a regular on the underground now. Uh, like, uh, uh, I don't buy that. So yeah, you know, and the hurt business invaded, and yeah, come on, trying to look like he running shit and yeah, beating people up all of a sudden and looking <laughs> it was hard fun. and grappling. It, I'm like, huh? How, how, okay. Right, and MVP, I will I will give MVP this. He was funny down there. He was like, hey, I think you said something about your mama. And, and, and trying to get that, trying to instigate to get him to beat people up. I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. So he got Sheldon, you know, kind of riled up a little bit with that. But no, man, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not a long-term thing. It's definitely not long-term. So let's, all right. So there's a lot of bad with this. There it is. Besides being something new. Is there any good that you see from this? Oh, man, I mean, I'm, I'm, we, we had a good laugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, oh, it was it was funny, man. you know, to see this segment happen, and you know, we're talking about it now, oh, and it gave us something to talk about. Wow. But you know, I just I don't see what this does. Like, mm. if if you were gonna, it seems temporary, right? It does. It does. Like. If you want to do something edgy, you know, when when back when they tried to bring back ECW, you know what I'm saying? Like, that I could buy as, like, a potential long-term thing. At that time, I thought, oh, they're bringing back ECW. It's back. Cool. Right. I'm into this. You know what I'm saying? But Raw Underground, it doesn't feel like wrestling. It just feels like <laughs> Shane McMahon just got a bunch of people to go into the basement of the Performance Center and just play fight. You know, and I'm like, I, and then for what? Like, there's no stakes. There's no nothing. We're just going to have people fighting. 
This is like a, a fight club, an underground fight club that we are allowed to talk I about. Guess just pride is on the line. That's that's about it. You're, yeah, but I just something I don't know. It just doesn't. I'm not. I don't care. Like I'm not invested in what they're doing down there. It's fun to see every once in a while people just go nuts and just you know fight. Like okay, fine. But again, I just keep saying long term is the problem. I'm I'm it having is. a hard time buying that long term. This is going to be interesting. Descriptive. Descripted MMA mm-hmm. is not for me. I'm sorry. It, it might be for you if you if you get a kick of Ziggler looking kind of hard. All right, man, that's your type of style. But for me, eh, yeah. nah, man, nah. I'm straight. Even that big nah. dude from that uh, main event movie, I yeah. see. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, nah, bro, that's not a good look <laughs> for you, man. Right. You know what I'm saying, get in the ring and wrestle, bro. I would buy right. that, not this underground and you trying to get on the floor and you grappling people, man, and, you know, hitting people from side to side. Like, nah, man. Yeah. No. Dabakato. That was right. our first dude, Dabakato. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then you got Shane McMahon in the Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. We're going to get on. I'm like, he ain't doing nothing. You're right. He's slapping wrists. He's just slapping wrists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was just it, 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 cool for them having fun, trying something new. That's fine. But overall, nah, I'm yeah. not. Very hard to suspend my disbelief for that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Same. Uh, Same. All right. So getting off the underground for a little bit, let's let's go back above uh, up top, you know, and go to the main floor and talk about what was happening on the actual show of Raw Mm. um, a little bit here. So there was some good stuff here, man. I mean, uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Let's just go straight to that because that was that was a promo like back and forth between those two guys. Got personal. I mean, yeah. Drew, well, Randy Orton challenged him. He, he yeah, he did that like, shit too. Yeah, just say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging you to come up with some original. I'm like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, when Drew was talking, like I was into what Drew was saying before Randy Orton came out, and then Randy Orton came out there and was like, you know, he basically called him out for not being original yeah. for the things he was saying. Rightfully so, which, too. Rightfully so, because we've heard yeah. all that before. Yeah. And he and he admitted to it's like he damn right I should have been fired, but you know why mm-hmm. I wasn't? Because <laughs> I'm more valuable than you ever will be, man. I was like, huh. ah, yeah. wow, yeah, ah. yeah, got him, that's, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a big point right there. Yeah, yeah, that was that was just it was real, you know, yeah. because it, they, it's true that Randy probably should have been fired, could have been fired many times over, yeah. but. Randy Orton is Randy freaking Orton. You know, sure like Drew McIntyre at that time, it was cool. Like, yeah, he could have been the chosen one. He had a look, you know, like Vince saw something in him. But he was never Randy Orton at that time. Like, Randy was just, nothing was getting Randy out of the WWE short of Randy quitting. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, he was a made man from the beginning. Um, so, yeah, man, he had a point there. But then Drew, you know, coming back at him, yeah. you know, and telling him, like, hey. Clap back pretty you know, hard. Yeah, with the Undertaker, you know, he had watched the Undertaker documentary Last Ride and mm-hmm. talked about how, you know, he basically just cared so much about WWE that even with that, with Randy Orton, like he knew at that time that Randy Orton was somebody that he should put over, that he should, you know, help pick up, you know, even with all the stuff that Randy had yes. done, all the mistakes Randy had done, like this kid is the future. But how many people can Randy say he's done that for? And even Randy was like, zero. Like, he's done that for nobody. Yes. 
So that was crazy. And then even even uh, when Drew was going through his issues and, you know, there's so much that was going on and he didn't know where he was going and Randy Orton just walking right past him. Mm-hmm. And one word from Randy Orton potentially could have changed his life, he yeah. said. But like, Randy said nothing. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. This is, this is deep. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm loving yeah. this. I mean, I. I think we talked about this already. Like when, even before they made this match, we did. You know, we, right? we wanted this, man. I think I asked was, you, and you was like, yes. you know, it has to be Drew and and Randy Orton. Yep, yep. After the horror show, that was immediately on top of mind. I'm like, okay, this this is the match that needs to be made. This is the match that we all deserve as wrestling fans. We need to see Drew McIntyre as on fire as he is right now. Yes. Go against Randy Orton, who is just flaming it's hot right parallel. now, too. Yeah, just both of them just at the top of their game right, right. now. And now they're going to face off for the title oh, at God. SummerSlam? Oh, my God. This is just so perfect. Yes. So perfect. Yes. I'm glad so, uh, WWE writers did not screw this up and saw, like, all right, we got Randy Orton on, crazy momentum ride. Same thing for Drew. Let's get these guys. Let's book them together. I'm glad, I'm glad they did not, you know, put them on you know separate bookings man yeah yeah that would have been a mistake you know like oh yeah let's just let's wait on it you know like it's it's sure it's hot right now but you know we could just just hold off on this and do something yeah. else they, they could do. be the Randy and our truth for SummerSlam yeah exactly which yeah, oh my god because it kind of was trending that way yeah. with Randy going against our <laughs> truth and wanting to punt kick him and you know all this other yeah. stuff going on like, if they would have done Randy versus R-Truth to give him another legend to take out, oh, man, that would have been awful. I'd have been so upset. I really would have been so upset. But, um, nope, they, they decided, hey, this is the time. Let's do it. Well, SummerSlam. Tr- right. Let's make it happen. Yes. It's perfect. It's awesome. And I'm glad they did. It's, you know, Drew, I love his response. I love how he just, he said, he told Randy, he's like, you know, you're definitely going to see the Claymore. You're definitely going to see it coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, because he's going to tell him. He's going to look at my eyes, Randy. Look. Look at me. Stand up. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I'm begging you, Randy. Why? <laughs> Man, the trash talk is going to be on oh, oh, top boy. level. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get nasty. Wait. It's, it's going to get hope nasty, just to let you know. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm ready for that. I cannot wait. And you know what? It's it's it's. I almost feel bad saying this, but I hope Edge kind of takes his time to come back. I know yeah. he's he's dealing with recovery from his injury. Hey, WrestleMania, but yeah, exactly. Let's just wait because I would love to see this continue after SummerSlam yeah. between these two. I feel like we need a couple of matches. We need like a trilogy. Of matches between these two, just to give us like the the full experience of what this <laughs> oh, this rivalry could be. Man. Just yeah, it's just it makes sense. It feels like these two are meant to face off at this time right now. It just makes so much sense, right? And if Randy wins, like here's the thing: I don't know who's gonna win this. I really don't. I could see Randy totally on the predict. I can, I can, yeah. yeah, and I can see Drew. It's like either way. It's like when yep. we get to SummerSlam predictions, it's oh, oh my, my god, god man. That's a tough yeah. one. That's going to be tough. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be in the air, so, man. That's your man's, bro. That's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's just, I mean, Randy is my guy. And I just, 
you know, he's he's on fire. I could see if it doesn't feel wrong, even though he's been champion so many times. Like if it feels oh, no, right, right that he would become champion, yes. like he's earned it. Exactly. So, exactly. I, uh, I think I mentioned this throughout our podcast. Like I think Randy, he he deserves another title run. I've mm-hmm. said that, and this is this is it. He's been on some top level, just on his shit right yeah. now on these on these ma- matches, man. Like we had. We was invested in a big show in Randy yes. Orton rivalry, bro. Yes. We was invested in that. That's crazy. You know? In 2020, yes. we were invested in a big show rivalry. Like with that's, no fans. That's just with no fans. <laughs> yeah. You know, Randy brought out the best in the big show. Big show was great. Yep. Big show was telling a great story. Yes. And Randy was Randy just <laughs> killing it. So Destroyed yeah, him, man. punted him, and told him, like, see, that's what I told you. One more legend mm-hmm. down. I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Randy. Just, just oh my God. Just, all right, you punt him, walk away. Just, it's over, bro. <laughs> yeah. Man. SummerSlam, road to SummerSlam. Here we go, man. I'm ready for this. This is, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, man. All right. Speaking of uh, the road to SummerSlam, mm. so we're going to have uh, Sasha and Bailey. We don't know officially yet who they're going to be. I think. I think it's pretty official for Sasha that she's going to go against Asuka. Yeah. I think that's that's set. I think Stephanie mentioned that she she may fight Sasha or will. I don't know, but it, it's going to be Asuka. Mm-hmm. So Sasha and Asuka is going to happen. Um, Bailey, we're going to figure out. There's going to be like a three-brand battle royal to figure out who's going to be the number one contender for Bailey's championship. Which is cool. At, yeah, which is cool. I like that. Yep. I like the NXT as a part yep. of that, so that's awesome. Um, but we haven't talked since... This uh, since Sasha completed the prophecy right. of you know them having all the gold. So how are you feeling about Sasha and Bailey and just their run so far with all the gold? The prophecy fulfilled. Like how are you feeling about them right now? I like it, but oh man, I don't know, man. That that raw the way Sasha Banks won felt very. Even though it was a heel win, it was. Yeah, it was smart, but it felt underwhelming. Like, you know, it kept it kept Oscar's, you know, strong somewhat. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I in the end, I just felt like it was just bittersweet for me. Yeah, I felt like they should have just had Sasha win at the horror show. You know, in all honesty, they should have just had her win it right then and there. They should have because it was a great match. Yeah, like to to have it be where. You know, we had these shenanigans, and then we had that wait two weeks, basically, to see that matchup. Um, and then, you know, we, we we then got the ending that we did with their second match. And sure, I mean, it was within the rules. Technically, she, she didn't cheat. Um, Asuka got herself counted out, um, and Sasha was, like, knocked out in the ring. Like, she was, she was basically mm-hmm. done. Um, it just I, I can understand why you feel the way you feel. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't hate it because again they're heels, so it kinda made sense. I was I was right. I was okay with it. But I feel like if you were gonna give Sasha the belt anyway, like you might as well right there in that matchup when when the when Asuka uh, hit uh, hit the referee with the mist, I thought that that was a good opportunity to give Sasha the win and have it be you know, Asuka messed up. You know, and then, you know, Sasha and Bailey take advantage of it right then and there. Bailey gets or Sasha gets the pin. Bailey 
wakes up the referee or wipes the 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 uh, whatever the the poison mist the green mist off of the referee's yeah. face and then lets helps him get in a position to count the pin like that would have made more sense right then and there just get it mm-hmm. done you know versus stretch it out for a couple of weeks and then we still get like a weird finish i don't know it doesn't have to be a clean yeah. finish to make oscar look weak but right. just i don't know it just seemed like it was stretched out and then again we had this kind of kind of weird ending i don't know it was man because it was just a count out you know because she had to go and and make sure Kyrie Sane was okay but i just i just it couldn't be done in the ring right like we couldn't get a heel finish right. a smart heel win in the ring, like same same way Bailey got mm-hmm. from Nikki Cross. Right. That was a great finish. Right. Using uh, Sasha's brass uh, or the the ring, the boss. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That was perfect. I'm like, you guys, show me you guys know how to book a a, a heel finish. So we couldn't get somewhat the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It could it could have been done way better. So you know, I'm yeah. I'm I'm enjoying the the. Um, the, the 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 sight really of just seeing them with all the gold it's like really cool seeing them with it all i'm i'm hoping that at SummerSlam we get a finish win for sasha over oscar where you know again it could be heel tactics but i just feel like she's gonna lose at SummerSlam, you know because she she tends to lose at these pay-per-views whenever she's champion she doesn't win and that breakup is coming i just don't know if they're gonna you know, say, okay, we should keep this going because they've been really popular. They've been they've been doing great. The momentum's there. We should, you know, stretch this out for a little bit longer. Or SummerSlam, you know, is the moment where it all comes to a head. They lose everything and they're pissed at each other. Um, you know, I don't know. So now Sasha's losing. <sighs> Sasha's losing. They're building for SmackDown because remember, Sasha Banks is a SmackDown. Is on the SmackDown brand. Yeah, I mean it doesn't even so, matter though. You know, like the brands don't. We talk. We just talked well, about yeah, it. Just, they don't. They don't care. They're all that. at the same place. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, I, but I hear what you're saying. I think the odds yeah. are Sasha is going to be the one that loses, and then you know her and Bailey are going to fight over the SmackDown title. That's that's where. You know, it's probably it. It was where it was going, and then I think because of how good they were doing, they've stretched it out a little bit longer. And you know, I just I guess I'm just hoping for Sasha's sake that she doesn't have another title run, and where the first time she defends her title at a pay per view, she loses it because that's just it, every time she's been champion, that's how it's gone down. Yeah, it has, man, and. You know, because I think that's what they're leading to because they're just foreshadowing like on Raw that it might be a match down the line for the title between Asuka and Shayna Baszler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you you don't think that's going to happen or do you? I I think it will eventually. Yeah, I think we will see Shayna and Asuka. Um, I don't know how soon, though, but I think that that's that uh, it should happen. That that's a matchup that should definitely happen. Um, Hell yeah. You know, now it's tough because Asuka just had the title, and I feel like if she faces Shayna, I would pick Shayna to win because Shayna's never been champion, and Shayna feels like she's overdue for being Raw Women's Champion, too. So it's 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 a tricky. Yeah, but I don't know if they, I don't know, if, you know, if if I buy, if they believe in Shayna. Like, the first time they did this down the line with Becky, and I'm thinking, oh, she's going to take the belt off of Becky. Yeah. But 
Yeah, that didn't happen, man. Yeah, I just the the story that they're telling. It feels like they're aware of the fact that Shayna, you know, she she's she's definitely championship material, and people know that she's been kind of held back because everything in her storyline is like you know she's been waiting on the sideline patiently, like and you know, but now she wants what's hers. Like it, it's it's that's a very um, you know that storyline telling that story is indicative of someone who. She's gunning for the title. She's and she, it's inevitable. It's only a matter of time before she gets the championship. That's the that's the way her promos are coming out. And if they're letting her cut promos like that, it kind of tells me like, okay, they're they're at least, you know, in their in their minds in that writers' room, they're at least thinking mm-hmm. about giving her the title legitly. You know, she's not just cutting promos on anybody. It's not just like her and Nia just like kind of having issue with each other. It's about the title. You know, and and Shayna had an issue with Nia. Shayna had an issue with Asuka. Shayna has an issue with Sasha. Like, and it's all revolving around this women's championship. So I feel like, you know, you know, before yes, they weren't sure, but now I feel like she is. The momentum is starting to build with her leaning towards, barring injury, of course, or something else happening outside the ring. I think the momentum right now looks like it's going to carry her to actually getting the title. Okay. Well, speaking of, because <laughs> you mentioned it, Nia Jack. Yeah. What is going on with that? Yeah. So, so this whole thing. I mean, uh, she what attacked an official? She was. She, it was like in the. They were. It was the Shayna Nia matchup, and right. like an official got in the ring and was trying to stop him, and then she she hit the official, and then she got fined, and now you know she uh, this week. It was all she was supposed to issue that apology, and then she didn't. She, you know, basically just called him a, a, a just a nothing, like a, a you know, a, I forget the words that she used, but she was dogging him. He was right there in the ring, expecting an apology, and then mm-hmm. she was like saying he ain't he ain't shit, you know, and saying you know she if he wants to show that he's something, maybe he should have a match with her right now. And so, you know, and, and the guy said, you know what, you're suspended, and. Then yeah, that that's it. Like, like she got pissed off, attacked him again, and left. So I don't know. Is there there maybe there's something behind the scenes where she you know has an injury, or maybe she actually had an issue, and they're kind of playing it out on screen in this way for us. But yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really know what's going on with Nia. But the the way this is playing <laughs> out, she's gonna be off off television at least for a little bit. So I I. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It's a really uh, weird situation, so I'm not sure. It, it it is, man. I'm like a woman her size. Like she is, she is powerful. Yeah, she's okay in the ring, but she's a great character. Yeah, though. and I feel they can use her wisely. And I thought they was onto something with between her and Shayna, you know. And I thought this would have been a great way to rebuild Shayna if she was to go for another another title run so if she was to do it it would be more believable because let's not forget Nia is a former you know WWE Women's Raw Champion so if Shayna was to beat her all right cool now now it may maybe it will change my perspective of you know all right now I can buy of Shayna maybe taking the belt off of Oscar uh but for more on on Nia Jax, man, it's I think it's just a shame, man. Just a waste of, just a waste, a waste of a good character, I believe, for Raw. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't understand. Um, we've seen this before, though. You know, it's kind of like what was happening with Braun Strowman. You know, up until WrestleMania, like Braun was, it was kind of like um, he's an attraction. You know, and until Roman Reigns, he decided he didn't want to show up. You know, he really wasn't going anywhere specific. He didn't really have a direction. He was just like they would bring him in to, you know, come in and throw people around and do the the, the Strowman Express uh, run around the ring and knock people out. And yeah, it's fun. But, you know, is he going to be champion? Probably not, you know, at that time. Um, And I feel like Nia is kind of in that same boat where you look at her and you say, this is someone that should be dominant. This is someone that should be champion. This is somebody who, yeah, like, no one can really touch her if they were to just let her loose. Like, she could destroy everybody. But for whatever reason, they just, they hold them back. They hold her back. They just don't want to go full throttle and just give her the belt and have her have that run. So, um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like you said, it it is, it does seem like a waste. And it was a waste of, of a lot of potential. Um... You know, and I, I just I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah, man, because if if Oscar is busy doing her title title run, or not title run, but bis- uh, just basically busy handling her business with Sasha Banks. All right, let's keep busy with with just having another rivalry, but it doesn't have to be the belt. Just two people just don't like each other. Yep. So I, I thought that would have been perfect for Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I'm like, yeah. shit, why not? You know, you got just two headstrong, dominant women who just don't like each other, who was just saying, like, no, nah, this is my territory. Yeah. So I thought that was perfect. But <laughs> for, for whatever reason, like to your point earlier, man, they just like to just drop storylines, you know, and that's that's exactly what they did with that. They went through. They went down a, another route. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just. Um, yeah. I just don't get it. You know. I feel like uh, hopefully they can turn this into a storyline that that kind of helps Naya to to just get uh, more um, heat on her overall. You know, and and be a bigger heel uh, with this story. I think they're 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 this is an idea to help her do that, but. Do you think they're actually writing her off? In a way, I mean, yeah. It feel, well, I don't know. I don't know with her. Like, it came out with Alistair that he got written off of off TV. Oh, know? yeah. He's so done. that, he's done. well, I don't know about, like, done, done. <laughs> I, I'm, fingers crossed he's not done, done. Because it sounds like Vince does think as a talent he's great. But but they didn't have They don't know. They don't have anything for him. Which, anything for him. That's what I'm saying. He's done for right, right. now. Like, he's. He's done. The time being, it's like, yeah, they just they're they're taking a break and probably gonna repackage him, which I'm I'm afraid of what that's gonna look like. But you know, we'll see. But uh, Naya, I don't know. I just I think that you can't really repackage her or reboot her in any way. It's just like because she can't. She she actually just came back from an injury too. You know, like yeah. she, she was away for a long time, and so was it her knee or something, something? like that? Yeah, it was like she was yeah. gone for like a year or something. And, yeah, she was. Yeah. She was. And now, you know, she's back and it you don't have anything for her and you're writing her off of television again. I don't I don't know. I think that, you know, this is this is a storyline to uh, intended to try to give her to bring heat to her. I think she'll be on Raw. I think she's she's quote, quote unquote suspended, but I think she's going to 
say, you know what? Show up. Just forget all that. I'm showing up because I'm Nia Jax. Yeah. Like, no one tells me what to do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then Stephanie will show up. Right. And, you know. Right. <laughs> and then Stephanie might get tossed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, I think that it's, it's if she shows up in person, she'll probably just show up via Skype. Oh, no, no, no. She's, she's not she'll, showing yeah. up in person. She'll show up. <laughs> she's been showing up on, on via satellite. satellite. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So we'll see where this all goes with that. But, um, okay, this faction. Let's talk about it. We got to talk about this this faction. Retribution. Retribution. Um, Whose cockamamie idea was this for a for a for a faction? Like, what what are we doing here? What what what? There's so many factions we've seen in the past. NWO. Yeah. DX. The Nation of Domination. You know, hail the shield. The shield. You know, undisputed era. You know, Imperium. Like, yeah. there's so many yeah. great factions. And that's just, like, in the last 20 years. We're not even going, like, back, back in the day. But, like, just now, I mean, the Four Horsemen, you know, like, their factions are something that it's it's fun to watch because you get these superstars, like, you know, you put them together in a team. Uh, evolution, you know, legacy. Just you, when you put them together, you're like, oh, yeah, these, these wrestlers working together, you know, they're going to dominate. They're going to, you know. Re- How about the Radicals when you had radicals, Saturday, yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, all the WCW guys. Dean Malenko, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's some great factions in the history of wrestling. This right here, basically what they did is say, okay, we're going to pick five people from the Performance Center to put on hoods, look like the ninjas that Tazawa's been running around with. They're going to throw Molotov cocktails at a generator. Then they're going to come out with a chainsaw on SmackDown and cut the ropes and say, yeah, yeah, this is our show now. Yeah. For, for every rope cut, then he turns around like, turns around like, yeah, celebrate with me, guys. And you get right back to it. I'm like, wow. This, this is your idea of a takeover? Really? You know, when, when NXT was taking over during Survivor Series, they went in the ring while people were in there and just were wrecking shop. They went, hell, Nexus had a better debut than this. They did. You know what I'm saying? They just, did. They, kicked, they did. destroyed the entire ring, destroyed all the wrestlers there. Daniel Bryan got himself fired because he was too you know, aggressive you know, <laughs> with, yep. his, with what he was doing. Yep. So, yep. so this right here just feels so weak. Like it is. Don't even I'm do sorry. it. Don't even do it. Sorry. You know, fl- flickering lights and oh. cancelling your attention. Uh. Everybody's attention. Yeah. What the hell's going on with the lights? I mean, you know, okay. It's just some. What the? Fuck? They don't look intimidating <laughs> at all. No, they're all what five foot. Yeah. Two. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, like it's. Come Dolph on, Dolph Ziggler looked more intimidating in the underground than these guys do. I'm sorry. Oh wow. I'm sorry. Wow. That's just yep. that's just what it is. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. And I was not impressed by that at all. And this right here is weaker than that. Come on. Yeah, that's that's your weak sauce of the moment yeah. right there. If they were to show up on the underground, they'd get destroyed. Like all five of them, they would go walk in there. Yeah, this is ours. They turn around and be like, what? The hurt business would just toss them around, man. Like, come on, just no. This is not it's, it. I, okay, what work with me right now, man? What are the positives? I mean, see, here's the thing. So these the people that are in, you know, that are that are playing these characters right now are not going to be the wrestlers that are going to be revealed as you know who yeah, was doing this, that. right? Yeah. So my, my the the tough thing about a positive, I'm trying to think of like, okay, 
whoever they they say is going to end up being this group right now the feeling is like wow this is so weak like let's say god forbid it's undisputed era on like one other person how would you right. feel you'd be like oh my god they were they're trying to say it was undisputed era that did that like that would be the worst like to me uh-huh. undisputed era seems untouchable like you can't mess that up this would be a way that you would mess that up you know, it's to say it's to have them claim responsibility for what happened here. So I'm so in terms of a positive, like the only thing you can say is like, okay, I guess we're getting a faction in another faction in WWE. Cool. Like the idea of a faction is cool. Like when I read about it, that um, there was gonna be that because they actually leaked it early. That, oh, you know, a new faction, you know, is going to be showing up. Yeah, on their website. Yeah, like they talked about it. So I was like, well, okay, you know, that's cool. So I was excited to hear that there was potentially a new faction. But then when I saw what they were doing, I'm like, wait, this is what you're doing? Come on, man. Flickering lights, audio issues. Yeah, it's just one of them by a light switch. One of them just by a light switch turning on and off like that. (laughs) Just flicking ring ring real quick. Feedy? I'm wreaking chaos. Ooh. Lights off. Just yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rerun this. Right. Yeah, rerun this. But again, MVP uh, man, he was like, man, you got people throwing Molotov cocktails and generators. <laughs> 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 when he man. said that, I was like, yep, it's <laughs> basically yep. what happened. <laughs> it, yep, it did. It did, man. I don't. I, I'm sorry. Do, do you think they can recover? <laughs> I was hoping on SmackDown there would be something better than what we saw. That was their opportunity because we didn't see much on, on Raw. And then on no. SmackDown, they went and did the whole thing with the chainsaw on the ropes. I'm like, mm, I think this is done. I think this is already done. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they could do is to say, you know, the group that we see here, like let's say we see him again. But then this group gets destroyed by another group. And they say, yo, that wasn't the group that we were actually talking about. These mm. guys are actually trying to, they're, they're perpetrating, they're, they're mm-hmm. making it seem it's like it's them. But there's another group that actually was going to be the debut group. And they destroy Ooh. this group. I'd be like, okay, that's cool. That's what's up. I would, that's, see, now you're on to something, Hafiz. Damn, man. Right. Yeah, I love that, right. man. See, that's why you need to go and get in the WWE writers room, bro. That's how you recover <laughs> right. from that from that horrible booking to introduce a new fact. Yeah, you have to. You, know? you just have to wipe the slate clean. Like these guys, just yeah. just just get them out of here. This is not yeah. no. Nah, like these ain't guys. This is just the fake Power Rangers, bro. This, you know, this is the... <laughs> fake Power Rangers. Wow. Oh man, <laughs> these are not them. You know. Yeah, you need to introduce another faction to take them out. Cause, oh my god. Yeah. This ain't no. Nah, this ain't. They do not look intimidating no. at all. Y'all wearing hoods, black baseball bats. Hilarious how they chase out Corey Graves and. <laughs> Michael Cole right. out of there commentary there. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Just no. Just they just wipe the slate clean, introduce the real faction, and then there we go. You you rebooted it immediately. Cause yeah. This right here, nope, not working. Not working. All right. Uh do you think was the right move to go with this retribution and then, you know, starting all this chaos, Molotov and generators? 
given what temperature we're in right now? I mean, it's nothing feels right about this. So, right. yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, it, this just doesn't. Again, factions, we've seen so many factions, and there's been so many that are just like. It, it, I feel like every time there's been a faction, not maybe not every time, it's just on the top of my head, I'm just thinking about the great ones. But like, factions are just so fun. You know, you see these. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, how you're trying to, you know, generalize the fact like you got your cool hipster. You know, factions. You got the gothic ones. Right. Remember the brood. Yeah. You know, uh, the the preppy ones are the ones all about money. Yeah. Shane McMahon, uh, you know, in his Mean Street Posse, you know, was like, it fit Shane McMahon. It kind of just made yeah. sense at the time. I was like, oh, wow, this is funny. Like, you know, there's just there's different groups that they've had back in the day. And it's just been like, it's it's fun. But this, it's not, they're not intimidating. They're not fun. Oh. They're just there. And it's just they're like kids just wrecking shit. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And now, okay. So here's another thing I just thought about is with the name Retribution. Another kind of fear that I have is that some of the people that got fired during the whole that when they got rid of people, maybe there's some people that they they you know resigned or whatever, and they're a part of this group Retribution. You know, but like that's not a way to bring them back. You know, they're getting retribution for getting fired and being mistreated by the company. Like, yeah, it, this, this right here, like, OK, the spirit of what they're doing, I get it. But it just doesn't visually look like enough. Like, they're just not doing anything. Like, I, again, Nexus, I feel like they're they're basically doing what Nexus did, but way weaker than what Nexus did. Way more. But Nexus did it in the ring. That's yeah. why it was so impactful. Right. Because it was done to like one of the, it was done to the top face of John the John Cena just got John wrecked Cena by them. Got wrecked on public national television, yeah. bro, by a group of nobody. nobodies. Nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Some unknown, yeah. bro. And Daniel Bryan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan, bro. Yeah. Just like. <sighs> yep. Yep. Yep, and they went, yeah, Michael Cole and Corey Graves, just, yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, yeah, man, I mean, they've, this, this Raw is going to be interesting to see, what, like, where they want to take this and what they do, but I feel like they got to, they got to switch gears quick. They, they can't, they can't just keep going with, with these little, you know, the, the the children angle, you know, and like them going around, you having a temper tantrum, like nah, it, no, that that doesn't work. Like just switch it up. Let's get some real, you know, like the real faction in there and, and do this right because this here is just just not working. Um, so yeah, definitely we needed to talk about that. But uh, yeah, what <laughs> what 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 else um, caught your eye on these shows? Because th- those are like the big uh, points for me. I guess Seth Rollins. We still need to talk about you know Seth and um, Dominic and their their matchup coming up at SummerSlam. So we can go there if you want. Yeah, let's go for it, man. All right, what what do you think of this, man? Because at first I'm actually enjoying it. Okay, it's not bad. It's not a bad look for you know uh, Dominic Mysterio as they're calling him now. What do you think of that name, Dominic Mysterio? Is that it makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. It's cool. I like it. I like it. it. It's 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 the right name for him to have, in my opinion. Yeah. 
I guess I got to grow on me. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't quite I'm roll off serious. the tongue. Like Ray Mysterio. Yeah, I think like, that's, yeah. yeah, see, that's where, yep, yeah. yep, you hit it for me right there. Yep, Dominic Mysterio. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Just... But, you know, it's his, it's his dad. His first that's name, his name. Bro. That's his family name. You know, so he kind of, it has to be that. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but it's just two first names put together. Yeah, well, no, that's that's the last name. Well, I know, but how... I see what you mean. Yeah, like yeah, that's I the, guess. the I name guess. Mysterio, yeah, yeah. like Ray Mysterio. Yeah. But it sounds like two first names put together, just Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I, I like it. I like it. I'm I'm cool with it. I feel like he gets to continue. You know, the family legacy. He's the next in line for the Mysterios. You know, it's it's almost. I don't know. This just popped in my head. It, I feel like um, Gohan is in WWE now. You know, like. Goku is retiring, <laughs> and Gohan is All coming right. in, and he's starting up his his storyline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's how Dominic feels like to me. You might he's gonna show some hidden powers, but he's gonna get wrecked. He's gonna get wrecked. <laughs> he's gonna wreck. <laughs> Seth Rollins, bro. He's gonna get destroyed. He's gonna destroy this man, <laughs> yes. bro. Destroy him. Yeah, I won't accept anything less but destruction here. Like he he has to get destroyed. He he could fight. He could fight. He could struggle. He can get some punches in. That's fine. Right. But he needs to get destroyed. Come on, this is Seth freaking Rollins. Like, no way. There's just even <laughs> Murphy was like, "Yo, he's not serious, is he? This is this is this doesn't feel right. I mean, you're not going to actually do this matchup because it just doesn't. It's, it is not fair. You're talking about the guy that beat Brock Lesnar twice and one time yes. at like half power, and he went <laughs> and he's going to go against not even half not power, even. bro. A quarter of a maybe an eighth of the power. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even need a Zenzu bean. He's just like, nope, nope, I got it. I got it. I'm going to beat Brock. I will beat Brock Lesnar. And he did. (laughs) A couple of low blows and a curve stomp, and he was done. Yeah. Remember now, he beat The Fiend, too. I don't care what anybody says. That matchup stopped because Seth Rollins beat The Fiend too badly. So, now Dominic (laughs) Dominic cannot. He cannot win this matchup. Just, Just no. Unless they're going to have, like, Ray interfere and, you know, I guess we, we it won't be heel oh. tactics, but somewhat interference and helping his son, that'd be After good. just losing the eye? Yeah. I'd re- <laughs> Man, they're going to they're gonna patch it up. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, He's going to wear the, the solid snake yeah, eye patch. He'll be fine, dude. Yeah, he'll, be- he'll, probably, he'll, probably get, he'll probably interfere. Right. He'll probably interfere. Maybe. I think he's going to be there. Now that I think about it, yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. Rey Mysterio, one eye and all, is going to show up and help his son. Yep. It's going to happen. Because there's no, there's no other way for Dominic to win. He can't Oh, he can't, can't beat him one-on-one. That you would can't be ridiculous. Win. You can't be the Monday night Messiah. No. I'm sorry. No. There's no beating the Messiah in this matchup. It, it, him? No. Acceptable. Uh-uh. No, it's it's gonna be a sacrifice. <laughs> it's gonna be a sacrifice. I don't know what type of sacrifice right. it's gonna be, but it's gonna be a sacrifice. It's gonna be a sacrifice for the greater good. Oh yes. man! Speaking of sacrifice, let's not skip this. So, um, Tom Phillips. Oh, I was about to bring it yeah. up. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you did Dude, it, dude. How how <laughs> he near My man was shaking shit himself. <laughs> during that entire lashing by Seth Rollins, just he was sitting there, couldn't even look him in yes. the eye. Was like, no. uh, 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 man, right? Oh God, he was stuttering. He's just he like, please, what to say? Please, Seth, 
don't come any closer. I hope he doesn't come closer. Shit, he's coming Even closer. after the moment, he was still like shook, shook from shook. it, man. It's like Tom, man, but my man yeah, Samoa Joe, cool. though. like yeah, it's like like I get it, Tom. See, I see where you, uh, I see where you coming from, Tom. But come on, man, I got all the way. I got Dominic winning. Come on, I feel it. I'm feeling it. It's like Samoa Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! Yeah, Samoa Joe was great during that man. I was like, okay, I'm ready to see Samoa Joe come back. Oh the, man, the the commentary stuff Tough has been great, time. but oh yes, come on, we need Joe back. He's been on point. Yes, you know what? I gotta give it to the commentary team for Byron Saxon, Tom Phillips, and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. They have been on point. Probably the best commentating team right now. Uh, right yeah. now, yeah. yeah. Only time, only issue. With Tom Phillips, with me, is when he's on NXT. He clashes with Ray Moro. Yeah. I mean, not, not Ray Moro, but Moro Ronello. Yeah. Like, he clashes because, you know, you got two head commentating guys just, you know, Probably. and it's on a. Right. So he needs, you need, you need Nigel back in or just mm. someone else. I like yeah, that. I, I like that idea yeah. of Nigel back. That'd be, that'd be great, especially with NXT. I miss UK Nigel, man. Anything. Nigel and Bex have great chemistry, man. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And and I, and I miss that. So the commentating is just not the same anymore on NXT. Yeah. So, like, but it's been on point on on Raw. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I love Mauro Ronello, you know, and Beth Phoenix, yes, the the Raw commentary team right now of the three is the best commentary team. You know, and and Joe just kind of just the way he's just gangster man. Like everything he oh, says God. is just so just real and just no BS. Like this is just uh-huh. it's just how it is. And th- he really got to showcase, like, I-, I loved it. Like, you saw the contrast between Tom Phillips shaking in his boots, near shitting himself right there, and Joe did not flinch. He didn't move. Uh, unbothered. Yeah. Un- he was leaning back in his chair, like, you know, had his had his uh, wrist on his cheek or just had his fingers on his cheek, just, you know, just nonchalant as, as, <laughs> as Seth Rollins threatening Tom yep. Phillips. Yeah, he was like, "All right, guys. Yeah, that's the thing." <laughs> He's like, "I just want to let you know that you think he was laughing. I was laughing harder than anybody up here at yeah, the desk." Right. Why point the buddy too, yep. man? And looking at Seth like, "Get your man's right." Yep. Here. <laughs> like I'm gonna slap you in the face and I'm gonna beat his uh, ass over there too. Like just not even looking uh, at, just pointing at him. I'm like, man. "Wow." And then we go to commercial. And all of a sudden, Seth has his no shirt on. He got a he got a chair, but he got a chair. They had the armor up, man. They had to get some chairs. Come on, I'm like, how did the hell this escalate? What the hell? Right? Because because Seth, no, Seth was having flashbacks of Joe snapping his leg like a couple years ago on Raw. He's like, oh no, I can't go into this battle without having some kind of weapon. So he goes and gets a chair. Buddy's got a chair. His shirt's off. He's like, let's go. Let's go. And Joe's on the outside, you know, rolling up his sleeves. Like, I'm just like, man, like, Seth is not playing. Like, he's he's concerned because he knows what Joe can do to him. Like, it was just, that was great. It, it's amazing how excited I am for this matchup. Like, if you would have told me that a Seth Rollins and uh, Mysterio family storyline leading into SummerSlam in 2020 would have been something I'd be excited about. I wouldn't have believed you. But, you know, with the way this is going with, uh, you know, with uh, Dominic and, and Seth doing what they're doing, it's yeah. it's fun, man. It, yeah. it's a, it, I, I think it, it feels like a good well. story. What's that? Say, go ahead. I said it's been told well. 
Yeah, very well, very well. So I'm I'm here for it, man. I mean, yeah, this this storyline right here, it, it just it's a fun storyline. It's a great way to debut Dominic into the WWE, just to let him you know get his feet wet against Seth, Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a sacrifice unless you know Daddy Ray Mysterio, Daddy Mysterio comes in and helps his son in some way come out victorious in this matchup um, to get them some revenge. Which I I'm I think that's what's gonna gonna happen. To be honest with you, Daddy Ray Mysterio, Daddy yeah, Daddy Papa Mysterio man is coming out one eye. I'm telling you the the solid snake eye patch. You know, big boss eye patch is coming out and he's right. gonna come out and help his son win and that'll be the end of their story. So yeah. <laughs> He's going to do that for his son. Contract or no contract, I think he's going to show up for him. Mm. What are we, like, uh, almost a week away now? I think it's from SummerSlam? two weeks. No, no, weeks. two weeks. Yeah, two I think weeks. it's two weeks. 20... 22nd? 23rd. 23rd. Yeah, yeah, so we're two weeks away. Yeah, about two weeks. Exactly two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, man. Road to SummerSlam. Here we go. You yeah. know, one of my favorite pay-per-views for sure with WWE. So, yeah, man. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun one. But, um yeah, those are those are the major highlights for me from this week. Is there anything extra for you from Raw or SmackDown that you wanted to bring up? Yeah, man. So, what do you think for Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose? So, you know, full disclosure for me. So, SmackDown has been kind of a tough uh, thing for me to catch with with work and everything. I hadn't seen fully those uh, those incidents, but I know what happened for the most part. So I'll talk a little bit broadly about it. Um, I think the more that they feature those two, the better. I think that, you know, her, she cut it, uh, Sonya Deville, like cut uh, Sonya, uh, Mandy Rose's hair, and Mandy came back. She's got kind of a new look now. Um, but I just feel like there needs to be more. You know, I want them to have, hopefully, this is all building up to SummerSlam, Mandy versus Sonya. Like, mm-hmm. in a match, not pre-show, on the main card of the of the of the show of SummerSlam, because these two have the ability to be superstars for the WWE, and I feel like their storyline, you know, prior to you know the horror show and at, during these last two weeks, again, I'm, I'm not completely seeing everything, but pri- prior to the horror show, I felt like they weren't really on television that much for a while there, no, and they so. Weren't. Yeah, so so now that I'm coming back, I'm like, cool, I'm excited about that, and I'm hoping they take this opportunity to put them on the marquee for the show, for the pay-per-view, and let them both shine, because both as a heel, Sonya, I think is great, and as a face, Mandy has a lot of potential right now, Like, and there was momentum right when her and Otis got together, and now I feel like it's kind of died down a little bit, which sucks, and like the the focus shifted to Otis, but even Otis's momentum now I feel like has died down a little bit. So you know it's kind of like a lost, a little bit of a missed opportunity there early on. We're coming back to it, cool. But you know let let's strike now. Let's let's jump on it. Give them a match at SummerSlam. So that that's that's my take on that. I think they do deserve a match at SummerSlam because Manny Rose and Sonya Deville have great chemistry. They know each other well. They're best friends off the camera as well so we know that works and that kind of enhances the story t- storytelling too because we know that as hard hardcore uh wrestling fans and and that's what i like about this too and it sucks that they did kind of just take this to your point kind of just took this this uh storytelling off 
off the hinge for uh, SmackDown, but I'm glad they put it back. You know, because because I missed it, man. And to tell you the truth, man, I, I missed the hell out of more out of uh, Sonya Deville because she's been great. Yeah. That backstage attack on Mandy Rose, which she did cutting her hair and she was about to go medieval on her ass when she got the, the buzz scissors and she, or the little clippers. I was like, oh, shit, because <laughs> it was funny because I'm watching this with my with my daughters and i'm watching this with my wife so i'm like hey look at this and they could tell like oh okay like you can see it. you can tell that that's kind of like uh fake hair the edges you can see i'm like yeah and then when sonya deville got the the clippers it was like oh well she she can't fake that shit well that's that's pretty much that's over Right, I'm gonna get the Natalie Portman from uh, V for Vendetta going. She's gonna be bald, cue ball yes. here in a second. Yes, <laughs> yes, man, yes, man. So, I, I, I was immediately. I thought that was hilarious too. And then you know the refs came in and she started trying to go into stabbing. <laughs> trying yeah. to be about to stab somebody with the clippers something like oh shit like she was just full fledged going crazy so I I enjoyed that from uh, Sonya Deville she is so hats off to her because she's just doing amazing character development yeah no I agree I agree we we used to say it all the time here on this on this show that Sonya Deville is the most underrated female superstar in WWE period you know, and yeah, I, I, in a way, because she was getting that spotlight, we were like, okay, she's no longer, you know, in that in the shadows. She's she's finally, you know, in the limelight right now. But it kind of died down a little bit. So yeah. I feel like she's kind of she for a minute there was going back to that old. She's the most underrated again because she's not really being used. So now having her come back and have you know these these segments with Mandy again and showing her vicious side and being a great heel. I think we're getting back to it now. I mean, that promo she cut a while back, um, you know, during uh, Miss TV when she was going at Mandy Rose, man, was awesome. Like, yeah. just, again, annihilated. Yeah, like, that momentum was there. So, I just don't understand why. You, and you can't, for me, it, it's 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 not an excuse to say we don't, we don't know what to do with them. We don't have anything for them. Like, it's there for you. Like, just let them tell the story. Just put them on screen and let them go. That's it. Like, it, it, this one is just so, it's such a layup to me to, to have them have this storyline, have this feud, let it go on for a couple months. And then, you know, let's, let's, the, by the, by the end of it, you have title contenders. You have, you know, Sonya Deville set up to try to go after the women's championship, you know, because now she's a major heel, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I feel like it's, it's, they just need to go, man. Have the match at SummerSlam and let's get that train going again for, for both of them. But to your point, yeah, I agree with you. I think Sonya Deville a little bit more than Manny Rose because her heel persona seems to be really developing nicely. I think the wrestling guys agree with you because the minute you mentioned Sonya Deville's name, like the thunder and thunder in the background, yep. On point, bro. I was like, yep, yep. See, even the, in the, even the wrestling guys. The wrestling guys agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Can't man. fake that. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I would love to say, you know, like, hey, time that. Nope, nope. That just happened. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, right. Man. No editing right there. People. No editing whatsoever, <laughs> man. That is real thunder. <laughs> yeah. But I like your point about, you know, how they have this 
this roster and they just need to use it. And dude, I'm pretty much pissed off like from Lucha Lucha House Party because not even Grand Mantelik, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. And I see this awesome promo from uh uh what's his name? Uh part his of Tag Partner? Yeah, his tag partner. Remember his name, his tag partner? Um I'm trying to remember now. Uh, Hold on. We keep going. We know each other. I'll, yeah, I'll pull yeah. it up and get it. Yep. He, kicked, he kicked off an awesome promo on SmackDown about, you know, uh, who they're facing against. Uh, was it Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke? Mm-hmm. And he, Lince he kicked, Dorado. Yeah, exactly. Lince Dorado. Thank you, man. Kicked off an awesome promo. I'm like, when I saw this, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Are you, t- are you kidding me? This dude is awesome, man. You just been not doing anything with him, just having these subpar matches, and 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 backstage, just nothing segments. Just this dude is is awesome, right? I, I saw it like that thirty seconds he did. That was awesome. Like this, it was just a ball of energy I saw from Lince Dorado. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's a it's a travesty what happens with some of these wrestlers, man. When they show up, it's like you know they just the, the writers again. It's 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 at their feet, really. If you're not giving these guys an opportunity to showcase what they can do or what they can say, you know, then I, I have no one else to blame but the writing and the booking. Like for for Lindsay to be yeah. you know strong on the microphone, but never having a mic in front of him, like that's just that's just <laughs> awful. Like, right, what are you man. doing? That's impressive, bro. Yeah. That is impressive. Like he's right. been ready. Like just give me the mic, man. Anytime I'm ready to go. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Whereas, see, a that's where AEW was beautiful because AEW will they would just be like, okay, yeah, no, go do your thing, man. Do your thing. Like they'll let him talk. They'll they'll have him give him a microphone. Let him cut promos. Everybody's cutting promos in AEW. Everyone oh gets God. their moment in AEW. So yeah, that just shows a, a level of. You know, I hate to say, but just ignorance from the WWE writers to just mm-hmm. to neglect the fact that, you know, this guy is great on the mic. But they're like, no, nah, let's just have him be, you know, the the party lucha, you know, guy, you know, hey, they're fun. They have the pinatas, all that stuff. Right. It's like they have more substance than that. Like, come on, like, let them actually show who they are as people, you know. And, and yeah, it's just like like um you know lucha underground and and all these other uh, you know mexican uh, f- uh companies the wrestling companies like they have some some hard hitting like storylines and like deep storylines they go all out and you know i feel like we don't really get that in the WWE from the lucha stars short of Rey Mysterio you know outside of him it's like if you wear a mask you're probably going to be in like a match here and there a high flying match to kind of Get the energy going, but you're not going to get a storyline, or you're not going to get an opportunity to be taken seriously, man. Yeah, and that sucks, man. It it really does. So, yeah, it's it's egregious for 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 Lince to not have had the opportunity to be on the mic until this point, really. And yeah, again, it just shows a level of ignorance that that lies within that writing room and with the with the booking sometimes to just not to think that he doesn't he's not more than just. You know, an attraction to for flips and all that. Like that's that's just it sucks. Yeah, it's like a huge hindrance to your to your roster to do that. Yeah, because when I saw that, I was I got excited immediately. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yep. Lindsay. Yep. 
I was just shocked by that, man. I'm like, he seems so comf- comfortable in front of the camera, a natural on the mic. I was, I was just impressed. That's impressed, great. man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So hopefully now, you know, there's, there's more people that were impressed and hopefully people in the, in the back were impressed. You know, Vince could hear him and was impressed, hopefully, and that he gets more opportunities and that they, they as a team get more opportunities you know, to, to showcase what they can do, more what they can do, not just, you know, the guys who can walk the ropes and flip and do all that, but to, you know, have storylines. You know, that would be really cool. So, you know, we'll see we'll see what comes of that. Um, let's talk about Alexa Bliss a little bit um, because this is kind of a interesting thing. And, again, you know, I'm not – I guess I'll just be asking you more of a question around this is what did you think of – Alexa and the Fiend and this whole thing because a lot of mixed reactions around what's going on with the storyline, mm-hmm. you know, and leading into this whole thing with Braun Strowman. But what, what was your take on this? Because I'm looking like I'm I, I've seen the I saw the, the previous week's ending with Alexa Bliss, you know, getting the the mandible claw, you know, and then there was this week again with Braun Strowman showing up on the the big screen. <laughs> I'm gonna you're gonna see the monster. <laughs> Like, um, okay, <laughs> this is bizarre. So, so yeah, well, but but I'm really leaning to you to figure out like what the heck, what the heck was going on? Like, what? <laughs> so tell me your perspective, dude. It was like Jekyll and Hyde for SmackDown for one week. I'm like, okay, Alexa Bliss, the Fiend, you know, after uh, Bailey and Nikki Cross have a decent match and you know you see Nikki Nikki Cross frustrated so she pushed down Alexa Bliss so she leaves her in the ring alone and then there's the lights go off and then you see the fiend pops up creeps up standing red light of course you know <laughs> <laughs> and he and, and he slowly cross slowly walking across the ring She's like sitting on the floor, I guess, paralyzed from the fear, which I get it because she sold it well. You believed it from from her, and I thought that was great. She was freaked out, and he kneels down to her, and he put his hand in the mandible claw form. But he's not doing it right now. He's like slowly that was coming, making it made it even more awkward. I don't know. It was like it so. I kind of, it wasn't awkward for me. I thought it was cool because it was this moment, like, it was a moment because in my head, it was like, he's not going to do it. He is going to do it. He's not going to do it. Oh, he's going to do it. Oh, he's not going to do it. Nah, this SmackDown family show somewhat. Uh, And then he dived in, did it, and we went off the air. And I thought that was great because it was perfect way for me perfect way for smackdown to go off the air and set me up for to get me excited for actually for a smackdown episode for the next week okay then we get you know the fiend again we get alexa bliss just i guess it was just random right because i'm trying to remember you saw highlights though right i saw highlights you but saw I, highlights. all i saw was they were in the almost the same situation again yeah same situation but i'm trying to remember how did we get there i don't think they were we got there. It was just we broke into that segment, man. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't. I don't think so. You know. I apologize, listeners, but that's. I'm trying to remember. But I, if I'm remembering correctly, that's what happened. We just got there. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. I'm willing to, you know, 
oh, you know, accept that. Okay. So we're in the same situation again and same position, Alexa Bliss on the floor, looking scared. Uh, you know, the fiend gets down on one knee, minimal claw form in the hand, slowly getting ready. And then Alexa Bliss kind of just like, no, put, put, puts his hand down slowly and kind of just, you know, caresses his cheek. And the fiend stands up kind of frustrated. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this. We're doing a like a Beauty and the Beast moment. Soft moment, and then Braun comes in with a <laughs> and like it, I don't I don't know, man. It it then it got weird. It got weird because Braun made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> Braun made it weird. It did. Braun made it weird with the the deep like he did. Like I don't care about Alexa Bliss anymore because I told you. It's only one or two ways that could happen from the horror story match. I could be, I could become the monster again. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, I'm done, man. bro. I tried. I tried to be patient. I tried to, you know, I'm a wait and see type of guy. That's the, that's the type of personality I have. This is that waiting type moment. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the Strowman Express yeah. or the monster now. If you want to, I'm. It's, uh, it's. It's not for me, man. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, I just. I don't know. I don't know what it. So, so I'm. I'm actually watching it right now. The second. The second uh, situation that it happened. So. Before the commercial break, the fiend made his entrance, and then we cut back from commercial break, and then you have Alexa Bliss in the ring in front of the fiend. So they just kind of put her there because during the Firefly Funhouse in the beginning of the show, he said, "Oh, he's gonna be here, and he's bringing a special guest." So she didn't walk out with him; she just kind of appeared there when we came back from commercial break. All right, cool. Then, like you said, like we're in that same position where. You know, he's he does the mandible claw. He slowly puts his hand in the mandible claw, and then he's about to do that to her, but she stops him, and then he lowers his hand, and she puts her hand on his face. Like, okay, is she, like, somewhat, I don't even, like you said, Beauty and the Beast? Like, she sees the prince inside? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I just, it was just awkward, and then, yeah, Braun showed up on screen, and you said it perfectly with with just him and his awkwardness um yeah I, I just i don't know man why are we doing this to braun why are we oh, doing no. this story like this oh, no. this whole thing wow, how come he couldn't be the hero how come he say let elixir like he it was it was right there that's what i'm expecting yeah. that's your best friend we know this i've seen the ride-alongs on wwe yep. team little big right but no you get this Asinine. <laughs> I don't care, I don't about, care about Alexa Bliss anymore because I'm the monster. Man, first of all, how the hell you get from the swamp? Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? And, and what? <laughs> right. You, let's, let's explain that real quick. <laughs> yeah, no. They, well, and here's the other thing. Are they, are they leaning towards Braun now having the persona of the monster? Is that going to be like a thing for him? 
where he's got this alternate persona too? Is that where we're headed? Bronze thing. His fiend is the monster. So he's not the Strowman Express. He's the monster now. He's the monster, right? Monster among men. Mm-hmm. Because that'll Some more really train kill smoke when he come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need um, mo- water moccasins and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. swamp water. Uh, oh, <laughs> man. All the creatures Stop in the it. forest. <laughs> Just. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... It's, yeah. Otis still has that uh, money in the bank, right? He does. He, does. <laughs> he still has he that briefcase. All right. Does. I'm starting to warm to the idea of Otis Me going too. and cashing in. Me too. I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting to warm You know what? This. That money in the bank is starting to look better and better every day. <laughs> Otis. <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> don't, don't cash in on the tag team champs. Don't, nah, don't, don't do that. Don't do it, man. You you need to try to become WWE champion. Right. I, yeah. I'm okay with it now. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we're ready. <laughs> yeah. I think I had my feel with Braun. Yeah. Just go ahead and cash in with Braun. But yeah, man, I, I just had, I had to ask because, you know, I, di- I didn't see it as, as you know, as clearly <laughs> as, as, as that. But, you know, just seeing it here right now live and, you know, hearing your take on it, man. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I think I think it's done. I think it's done. I think SummerSlam, just end it. End the storyline between them. Um, it's it's a, just a sad, so sad, sad or just outcome for the storyline that could have, that should have been great. You know, but it's just, it's just not, it's just not, it's just a weird, awkward storyline. They could have recovered with Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. They had a chance, man. <laughs> I don't even know how the hell you effed that up. Uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> it was like, I was like actually predicting that and I, but I was still cool with it. Cause I was like, you know, this actually can make Braun look good. I was actually looking forward to that from him saving Alexa Bliss from the fiend. Yeah, but no, no, we we don't get that. Yep, we we get something else entirely. <laughs> the monster. So we got yeah. changed merchandise now, huh? The the monster. I mean, he was always the monster among men, so it's not really much. You just kind of erase the the among men and just keep it the monster. He's just he's just the monster now. But again, if this is a persona, like does he have different gear? Does he have face paint? Like what are we doing? Because yeah, black sheep mask or the <laughs> you know what black tank he used to rock when he right. was with uh, the Bray Wyatt family. I I think I think we're headed that direction of him doing something extra to match the fiend. His is the monster. Ah, uh, so what does this do for you for the build? Are you, you like you said, you're done with it, right? Just get. I, to I, no, I, I'm not interested in this at all. No, I, I just want this to be done with. I'm, I'm actually ready for Otis to cash in the money in the bank. Just let them destroy each other, and at the end, Otis go in there, worm your way into the <laughs> or caterpillar your way into the ring, and finish whoever wins this matchup. That's it. Just, just. You become champion of SummerSlam, Otis. Just do it. <laughs> Just. You know what? That actually makes it believable. Like, Braun Strowman and Fiend, they take each other out, which makes sense. You know, two monster among men, whatever. Uh, heavyweights go at it. And then, yeah. And then, uh, Otis just reaps the benefits. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Let's just let that happen. Let's just, let's just do it. Um, speaking of... 
um, you know, big guys reaping the benefits, man. Big E. So Ooh, yeah, yeah, big yeah. E, we talked about Big E um, a couple a while ago. You know, we had a, a little bit of a debate around you know Big E in a solo run, uh-huh. and you know the whole. I think my take on it was Big E didn't really need that. Like, I, I not that he shouldn't get it. It's more about like, hey, New Day. You know, he's doing his thing there. You know, in terms of him going on a singles run and going for the championship. Like, I didn't feel like I needed that as a fan. I'm I'm entertained by Big E as is, but one day his day would come. Well, <laughs> like injury. You know, kind of made that day come a lot sooner than I was thinking. And, you know, a credit to you because you were saying, hey, man, like, I'm ready for it now. And you wanted it within a couple of months, you were even saying, or a couple of weeks. I don't remember. That time. It was a couple of months. Okay. But you wanted that. I you wanted, wanted it to happen faster yeah. than, than sooner rather than later. Yes. And, I mean, again, the way that we got there wasn't anything that we predicted, but here we are. Big E going on a singles run and Kofi giving him the blessing, Xavier giving him the blessing. So Big E Mania, are we are we there? Is this happening? Ooh, Big E Mania, are we there? I don't think we're there yet. Uh I don't even think we're close yet, but I think this is just what Big E needs. Uh I like the build he had. I like the match he had with uh was it the Miz and then you had Morrison on the side yeah you know doing his parkour stuff which was cool so he kind of had it was kind of more of a two-on-one so he had to overcome the odds and I like that now I just want to see more of a serious side with Big E I think that will be more of effective build with this if it's gonna be more the same with Big E like him just being the Big E of New Day and just him just having a good time all the time, then I don't know if this build is going to work, you know, just just this solo run. I think he needs to have more of a mean streak, have more serious. I don't know if that if that entails of him breaking away more from the New Day persona and having a repackage. I don't know. I don't know if you want to do that. Uh, but I, I do know that he does need to be more he does need to be more serious though I need to see more of that mean side yeah, he just needs a story he needs an actual well, storyline yeah, yeah, where people yeah. get personal with him period yes you know yeah. he needs that like yep. what Randy was doing with with Kofi, with Kofi. he yep, needs that exactly yeah so they, they just need to give him that but I who think who can that, do that on the mid card with him what's that I said who can do that on the mid card with him Man. Baron Corbin you know what? You're going to laugh when I say this. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't believe I just said it. But <laughs> it's so funny because it, it makes sense. It makes sense, though. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm just like, oh, Damn, I'm about to say this man's name. <laughs> Here we go. But it makes sense. They have history. Just like with Drew. You know, Drew brought in Dolph. Sorry, Dolph brought, brought in Drew. Dolph actually brought in Big E, too. He was the bodyguard. He so, helped him get that first title win. Yeah. So, <laughs> you owe me. You owe me, Big E. <laughs> 
that same exact storyline, oh, but with man. Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I know go. he's on Raw, but that that rule doesn't matter. Oh, man. just go ahead. And just right, just showing up on Raw Underground. Right, yeah. throw him up on SmackDown. Have a throw like a backstage segment, and then you know we'll work out. Maybe we'll get a SummerSlam. Mid card match out of it. There man. you go. You know, there you go. I'm, I'm with that. But yeah, that's it's it's hilarious. But it does make sense. It, it makes it's so perfect. Sense. It gets personal with Big E. We yep. know that. You know, he helped. Uh, he definitely helped Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, uh, they had like a small faction with him and AJ. Yeah. Man, you know that, yep, that AJ three. Yep. Yeah, that three uh, team. Yep. Uh, they had man. It, it was it was great. So. Uh, yeah, man, I'm. Yeah, you, it's you, right you, there. You said it. I'm gonna laugh. I did. I knew I, it. I had a great <laughs> laugh. I, you, listeners, you heard me laugh out loud. That was, yep. That's 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 me. Yeah, oh, but it makes sense. I cannot disagree with that. I'm hey, with man. that. I yep. co-sign on that idea, sir. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll leave that at that, man. Dolphin, Biggie, hey, a writer, take that one. That's a free one. Take it. Run with it. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. Um, one more thing I just wanted to mention, too. So we had the unofficial reunion of the Riot Squad, which I got to say, you know, I haven't been really invested in what's been going on with Liv Morgan. I've been rooting for her. Yeah. You know, and with Ruby Riot, like, it's been cool seeing her on television, but I'm like, I'm not sure where they're going with her. When Kevin Owens brought both of them on the Kevin Owens show, and had them talking to each other. And you see the tears from Liv. And you see the tears from Ruby. I'm I'm not going to lie. They got me. They yeah. got me with that. Yeah. Because it felt like... So I've seen Ruby, Liv, and um, Sarah, Sarah Logan on Up, Up, Down, Down before. And that was the one time I was able to see them just being themselves together. And they are sisters. All three of them are just sisters. They They are... So comfortable with each other, so close. They have fun. They have yeah. genuine camaraderie. Yeah. So it's not I just saw their WWE ride along show too. See, I didn't see that. I would love it's to see that. It's a great show, man. Well, you, yeah. you know, you kind of just see. Yeah, they're still behind a camera, but they're still it. They're they're more. Uh, it, yeah, it's unscripted. Just themselves. So just themselves. Like they are on the road, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So seeing stuff like that, you know, and seeing them, you you just see it. You see how how. That, how they are just like sisters, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like there was a couple ways I was looking at it. One is from a storyline perspective, yeah, the team, they had been separated for a while. So, you know, it's nice to see them in the ring together. But also, too, WWE broke that team up, sent them to different shows, right? They split up Liv and Ruby, and now they're getting to work together again. I feel like, and when Ruby came back, um, Liv was in the ring. I forget the matchup it was, but I remember Liv seeing Ruby, and I felt like, Looking at Liv Morgan's eyes, it was like, oh, my friend is back, you know, and maybe she didn't know that the storyline was going to be that Ruby was going to turn on her. And she did. Yeah. And I almost saw like genuine heartbreak because it's like, oh, I've got to go against her, you know, and now, you know, they're back together. It was like full circle, you know, and it felt like they were truly happy to like be in the ring together. They were they were there was the emotion of like, you know, again, the storyline and they're they're trying to be in character and all that but i felt like there was also real emotion which like with like hey you know i've 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 missed this person you know like we hadn't been you know around each other for a long time i'm seeing them and i'm gonna be able to work with them and we're back together again and that's awesome so i'm seeing that i'm just rooting for this like 
Yeah, and then Kevin Owens is trying to help them, like yeah. you know, uh, it was a good handle their for, differences for Kevin yeah. Owens, man. You know, it just helps him with his face character too, as well. You know, just him giving that extra personal background story, letting them know like he has a history with Ruby Riot, so he wanted to help this team get back together. Yep, and it's just and him too. He's like him with Ric Flair later on. Oh you know, shit! Ric was like, "Hey man, you know, just just mind your business." He's like, "Hey, you know, look, look. First of all, I basically want to be the leader that Randy Orton has never been. Is what I'm trying to do." And I'm like, "Wow, okay." You better, you know, Randy, did Randy hear that? You better yeah. <laughs> take the bass out your voice right. before you right, say that. Man. You know, but, um, but I respected it, though. I'm like, wow, that, that's cool on, a, on so many different levels. That, that line worked for me from Kevin Owens, too. But, um, yeah, and then he's talking about how, you know, he's, he's at what cost has he gotten the success that he's, that he's gotten because, you know, he's had so many friends in this business that he's, you know, you know, t- turned on betra- and then betrayed. You know, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically that was the spirit of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. That that was what I took from it. That he's, you know, with Sami Zayn, you know, with Jericho. Like it's just every time he's had, you know, a friendship, he's destroyed it oh, yeah. for personal gain. Yes. So you know, to to be able to, you know, take his past failings and try to help these two not, you know, fall apart and lose their friendship. And maybe even make each other stronger, be a tag team, and try to be successful together again. Like, that was cool on so many different levels. To see Ruby and, and Liv together again, and seeing Kevin Owens live into this leader that yeah. he is. Stepping up, Kevin. OG. Yeah. <laughs> Owens, man. That's a, good, that's a good life for him, man. And him to... to him having that uh, backstage segment with Ric Flair, which I know he personally enjoyed. I can tell uh, that you know, I, I love that that element right there to set up for actually, what's that tomorrow? Because we're yeah. recording Sunday for Kevin Owens to go and get Randy Orton, which should be a fine, good match, sir. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm I'm here for that. That's gonna be a great matchup, great uh, build up towards mm. the SummerSlam matchup between Drew and Randy Orton, and just for Kevin to be in the ring again with Randy Orton. That's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, man, it just great things happening right now. And, and like I said, for for Ruby and Liv, awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing another tag team be entered into the women's tag team division. That's going to be great. So, yeah, just, I mean, Raw, you know, I think overall, like, Raw was, <laughs> there was a lot of craziness going on on Raw. What the hell happened on Raw, on tag team, Raw tag team uh, match, man, with Angelo Dawkins and... Monte? Oh yeah, well <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Nah. He was poisoned. So so Montez Ford was poisoned by somebody. Um the the prime suspect right now would be Zelina Vega, Angel Garza, and Andrade, but maybe it's this faction, you know, because she was claiming she had nothing to do with it, and they could go either way with it. They could have her take claim and it would make sense. Or they could pull the swerve and say, oh, it's the faction, you know, that this is part of their, you know, messing with Raw, you know, and, and their takeover or whatever. But I, I don't know, man. It's just, it was, it, that was that was bizarre. Because, yeah, he would just, like, get hyped up like he typically does, grab the ropes yeah. and do the whole Ultimate Warrior thing, and yep. he would pass out. And I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? So, yeah, they, um, they're doing something. They're trying to have a tag team storyline going on over there, but... You know, it's 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 I don't know where it, where it's going because I feel like 
Angel and Andrade, they're going to have that matchup. It's going to happen. I don't think they're going to win. I feel like they're going to lose, actually. You don't think they'll be able to take the belts off the Street Profits for some I'm not. I'm not sold that they're serious about Angel and Andrade as a tag team. I've just, I, I don't they're know. Like, I, I still, some dissension between Garza and Selena Vega now. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's, that would be the end. Because up to this point, it had always been an Angel versus Andrade. And, you know, you have Zelina kind of keeping them together. But if you're on Zelina's bad side, oh, no, it's you're out. It's over. You're done. <laughs> so, you know, we'll 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 see. But I, I don't I don't not yet. I don't buy that that's going to happen. Maybe, you know, next uh, tomorrow's episode of Raw will change that. We get some more info and, you know, more insight on on um, how they are. Maybe Zelina and Angel are more on the same page and I can help sell it. But I just don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Not yet. Nah, I so. don't think they're the same. Always blocking do every time he trying to holler at Charlie Caruso and mm-hmm. come in. And he got this look like, why are you blocking? <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm doing? Yeah. You know what? And you know what? Hats off to Asia Garza because he is so in sync with his character, even though he's actually a married man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, really, he actually proposed to his, yes. his wife. On NXT after yeah, he won the Cruiserweight and he recently just got married too, but for somehow I still buy it. Oh, I buy it. I buy yeah. it, bro. So that's why yeah. I'm like, that's that's just how good he is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. No, I he's he's great. He's great. You know, he definitely does have that Eddie Guerrero vibe to him, man. Like he just he just he needs to keep building, keep you know getting more experience, keep doing what he's doing. And yeah, his star is going to continue to rise. And yeah, it just because Eddie had that too, man. Like he just was whenever he was on screen, he just had that charisma, you know. And you just wanted to watch him. You believed everything he was saying when he oh, said yeah. lie, cheat, and steal. Yeah, you oh, believe yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he just Wu China too. Yeah, and then with China, yeah, you know his mamacita China. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like came in with the low rider, swept her <laughs> off her feet. You know, like just. Just a G man, like uh, yeah, Eddie Guerrero, just so great. So yeah, Angel Garza has that same it factor for sure in him as well. So yeah, man, fun stuff. But man, um, Eddie too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out that at China, he finally got it though. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he did. He did, man. He did. Oh man. So yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I think we're coming close to the end, unless there was anything else, man. I feel like, you know, we hit the major point. There's some things we didn't talk about, but, you know, I feel like, you know, the major things that happen, uh, we, we pretty much hit, unless there was anything else. So I'll leave about. this in your hands then, man, because you're, you're pretty much, the you know, the, the director right here. Matt Riddle and Barrett Corbin. Want to talk uh, about uh, it or you just say for another time, table that discussion? i mean you know i love matt riddle you know i think okay you know as a wrestler i think that the man has so much talent and you know on the mic he's got so much charisma um you know the the feud between those two him and baron corbin because baron corbin i feel like even though we give him a lot of shit you know when we talk about this because it's you know he's he's just so annoying as this heel character but he's doing his job he's doing his job and so hey man you step to me because I'm the king. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I just, 
I tune out half the time, honestly, when it comes to Baron Corbin. I just, I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, I wasn't even going to bring up Baron Corbin at all. But, um, yeah, for, for the, and, and again, you know, I talked about in the beginning, SmackDown. I didn't catch everything, but I know a little bit about their their whole thing. So, um, I, I'll just leave it as, you know, Baron Corbin doesn't do much for me <laughs> overall. So, you know, this didn't change anything. And for Matt Riddle... I'm hoping that he can, you know, get back in there with guys like AJ Styles because that's a lot more interesting than him versus Baron Corbin. So I'll, I'll leave that at that. <laughs> I think Baron Corbin just needs to stop cosplaying now. Like we're, we're we get it, man. You're the king. Stop wearing that stupid crown and big ass. You're over it. You're done. Cape, you know. <laughs> like you running shit now, man. Like, yeah. Like you're really not. Yeah, he still talks like he's still, still the general manager, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you have not been general manager for like a couple years now, man. Like yes. It's, it's, move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know, I don't know. What was the situation? So, so um, Riddle teamed up with Sheamus. For this matchup at the end, or what? What happened? Oh, no, because what happened was the first when SmackDown kicked off, the first match was between Matt Riddle and Sheamus. Okay, and then we didn't even talk about this. Shorty G getting involved now, so that's 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 what happened. Shorty G got involved, but interfered, and he dis and uh, Sheamus got disqualified. So mm-hmm. Matt Riddle ended up winning. He and Sheamus were furious. They ended up going backstage to the King. And he was like, "Hey, man, what's up with your boy? Get your boy. Next time you get in, get it. You know, get interfere. I'm gonna bro kick your head off." <laughs> <laughs> so when when this match happened with uh, what was it? Who did uh? Uh, my my God, my is it Sheamus and Corbin? No, no. Who did Corbin go against? Uh, was it Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy, right, right, because he was like, because when when he responded, he was like, "Oh man, if it wasn't for Jeff Hardy, man, I'll, I'll get you right now, okay?" So he obviously he went out cowardly way and went on proceeded his match with uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, and then somehow I don't know who got involved first, but was it Sheamus? Uh, you would know better than I on this one. Like I said, this is. With with all this, I kind of yeah. That's where everything kind of got muddled. Yeah. I apologize. That's where kind of everything got muddled from here. But all I know, Matt Riddle came out somehow. You know what I'm saying? And Baron Corbin ended up losing. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Corbin, I don't know. I just, I just feel like you know when I see Corbin on screen, my mind just tunes everything out now, and I, I, I feel like he's doing his job to be annoying. But I think he's, he, he has currently, he's back at go away heat, where I'm just not <laughs> feeling anything he's saying. Like there's heels that make you say, oh yeah, you know, like even though I hate you, like I, I love that you are the opposition. I love that you are the, the the mountain that everybody has to climb. Like when yeah. Jericho was championing AEW, like it's great. He's a great heel. He's charismatic, and yeah, he's telling us to shut up and you know that we're idiots and everything. But it's kind of hilarious, you know. And it's like, all right, you know, like we're we're looking for who's gonna be that that 
foil for Jericho. Um, I don't know. It's just more fun. But with Corbin, it's like he starts talking. I'm just like, oh, God, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? He, there's, there's, I'm the king. I, like you said, you know, he's cosplaying and he's, he's thinking he's general manager. And I I just tune him out. And it, there's but nothing is he doing that his job as a heel, though, in a way he is. But I'm just not because I don't know certain just, heels. You just don't you just don't like because I got to be real. I didn't like Triple H growing up. I didn't like yeah. him. I, I despised him as a heel. Despised him. Even when he had a right. face run, I always looked at him as like, he's going to turn on somebody. In which he did. Oh, yeah. We the <laughs> right. Here we go All again. Time. Right. right. Hated that but, shit. But I can't compare Corbin to Triple H. Oh, well, when it comes yeah. To like, yeah. That's you true. Know, that's true. Like, that, the, Triple H was like exactly what you want out of a heel character. You know, it's not go away heat. It's, you know, I hate this dude because, you know, he's an asshole. But at the same time, he's like the perfect heel champion. Like he's the he's the prototype to me. He's like the prototype heel. Like if you're gonna be a successful heel, like study Triple H because he did everything that that a that a good heel should do. You know, he wasn't necessarily the best at any one thing, but he knew how to poke and to prod and to piss people off. And he would do those things, but not annoyingly. It, it was just in a way that it's just like it literally pissed you off it when he would do that to your, your head, wrestler. Man. Right. Yeah. Rebel assassin. Right. And it just it was it was great. It was great, man. Like his his runs, his multiple runs as as, as champion. And even when he wasn't champion, you know, it, it was awesome as a heel. And this, I feel like Corbin, yeah, he would he would do well to study Triple H to figure out, like, okay, you know, because I, I saw him on um that that Fox show that's now canceled, um, but he was talking about WWE you know backstage backstage yeah, yeah. and um, during that interview you know he talked about being a, a heel and just like enjoying it and, and loving just like whatever would piss people off he would do it like when he was wearing the 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 bartender you know yeah. get up you know he kept wearing it longer than what what he expected to because he realized that people were annoyed by it so he just kept doing it because that for him. You know, it was like, okay, I'm, I've got, I'm getting heat for this, but that's, that's, it's, it's good. Like, that's his job. He's doing his job. And that's why he probably keeps on wearing the, the crown and the cape. This, exactly. And he's not wrong, but I feel like there's something missing still. Like, The Rock, I think, um, he actually gave props to Corbin when he showed up for the, for the premiere. Um, but on Instagram, I think it was. You know, and, and one of the things I remember Rock saying was like, you know, you, you just keep doing what you're doing and just be a badass. Remember what I said, you know, just just be a badass. And I'm like, yeah, if he were more of a badass, like a legitimate badass, yeah, he's not a badass. But doing, that's the thing. Like, that's what's missing. He's got the, the physical ability to be a badass, to throw anybody around. Yeah. Yet when I look at him, I don't think he's a badass. I just think he's annoying as all shit. You know what I'm saying? So. That just, just he still needs to find. Like he, they tried it with him, almost killing Elias, right? Like he, he beat the hell out of him and he threw him off of that little, you know, uh, uh, whatever the the, the podium form up top. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he threw him off there, and he's like, okay, he he went he went nuts for a second and tried to kill a guy, but that didn't even make him look badass. That was almost just comical because the sound effect and everything. It was like, oh, this is. You guys are good. You're trying way too hard. Like, this is just right. ridiculous. It wasn't a bad, um, badass moment, man. 
Yeah. All right. He that's so, that's what he needs. It's crazy because you know to your point, he's he does have like a great powerful moveset. To me, that's probably one of the most unique and and different finishers. Yeah. Uh, in wrestling, man. great. Yeah, I love it, man. The way sometimes you could just hit it out of nowhere, like it's so impactful, and 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 I'm like. Bro, he should be building from that. This King Corbin, I thought they was on to something to elevate his character, but this has done nothing to his character. It hasn't not elevated. Not one bit. Like we treat him as a joke. Because he is. He dressed like a joke. Like if you want to say, like, oh, I'm getting more heel heat, all right, good for you, bro. But I'm not taking you as like what the rock say, be a badass. I can't take you as a badass. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, man. I mean, it, it's and I don't see that changing. I really think that this is just this is who he is. You know, this is who he is. So unless they can come up with, you know, a story that makes him more interesting, you know, be, if he could be more serious and just get more personal, like How? somehow, some way, I don't know, way. just the story. <laughs> they just, just just need somebody who could test him from a person like a and he doesn't have that person i mean dolph ziggler's not gonna fix this one you know what i'm oh, saying like that's, that's not gonna work man. so yeah i don't i don't know but he just needs like a a, a serious storyline that where we can get into it and because and, the whole thing with roman reigns with the dog food well, and everything well, well it's yeah. not it well what about him and sheamus are they flipping the sheamus now to be face i think so like what that's what f- it looked like to me okay you know, that's what it looked like to me, which is a real weird turn yeah. right after the whole thing with Jeff Hardy. <laughs> like, really? Like, what are we doing? I, I don't know. And it, it's so weird. This whole thing is so weird because before the Jeff Hardy thing, when Sheamus was just coming back, I felt like Sheamus could have been faced then. He could have been. But then, you know, they did the whole thing with Jeff Hardy, you know, and he's trying to make him drink. And it was just so distasteful. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, no, this guy is awful. And now, yeah, this whole thing with, with Corbin and, yeah, Riddle sort of helping him in a way. I'm like, is Seamus face now? So I'm confused. I have, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> who, it's, who knows what they're doing, man? It's they don't now. know. I don't think they know. No. I think they're just kind of rolling no. with it. Attempt and it's, it's a shame because, you know, I, I think Baron Corbin has – great potential but it sucks that you know it serves no purpose for this character like it is like i treat his i treat his character key corbin irrelevant now yeah irrelevant agreed agreed yeah if he would have won money in the bank i think that could have helped him oh yeah we i think we picked him didn't we pick we picked him yeah we picked (laughs) we picked him to win money in the bank right and i just think that that would have been like it would have helped him because now he has a direction. He's trying to be champion. Yeah. Maybe him being champion would help Redeems him in terms of getting real from heat. the last time he squandered the the first money in the bank to yep. when he lost it against John Cena. Yep. So now he can now it might be the right trajectory to him of taking him as a serious player now. Yeah, but exactly. Nah, man. Otis got it now. Otis, it's Otis's time. My money's on Otis. Otis to beat either Fiend or Braun. Let's go, let's go. I don't care either one. But yeah, Corbin. Yeah, man. I I, it's just gonna be more the same. It feels like I don't. I don't. 
I don't see it getting any better for for him. But you know, we'll see. We'll see where where we go from there with that. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, Raw and SmackDown this week. Just um, just a mixed bag. Really. Yeah, mixed bag of everything. One week is um, good. One week is not. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> But overall, you know, I mean, we got Raw tomorrow. I'm excited to see what they do with uh, Drew and Randy oh, Orton. Of course. Um, of course. That's going to be great. Yes. Um, you know, Sasha and Bailey, the next chapter there. I think we're going to have Asuka versus Bailey on this episode. So that should be cool. Yeah, repeat um, of BET Underground. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Raw Underground. Def Jam Vendetta. We need Method Man, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> exhibit <laughs> oh, we need all of them to show up yes with the baggy jeans go. and the tims yeah the baggy jeans <laughs> Dude, i miss that game man oh, i really man. do i need them to make that remake oh that man i remember that game uh. <laughs> definitely so yeah man we'll see what happens the smackdown yeah we're we're about a week away from seeing another episode of smackdown so we'll see what they do with uh mandy rose Tony deville they can capitalize on that, keep going with some momentum on that. Um, Big E, you know, what his push looks like. Um, AJ Styles, you know, him continuing to have matches, you know, great matches every time he shows up. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Him we'll, and Grand we'll Man Elite. It was a great freaking match. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, man, we'll see. And this faction, hopefully they can fix and clean up what they, the mess of, of a faction. That's Your idea, yes, but... Yeah. You say one month, I say two months. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with a. Well, the month was for the underground. Oh, that was for the underground, oh, not the faction. Yeah, no, the retribution. I think that the retribution storyline is is. I think that one's here to stay. I think they're gonna actually follow through on that. I don't think you can just, you know, one month and it's done. You know, I think that they're they're gonna unveil somebody as a as a faction. And then that'll be a faction for a while. But, yeah, Raw Underground, I'm saying a month. I could be talked into two months. I could see maybe two months. But, man. But the Hurt Business, two months. They'll extend it for another A little bit longer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) After SummerSlam, that thing might be gone. Right. (laughs) SummerSlam, they're like, you know what, guys? Yeah, no more. No more. Company Lights out on the underground. Just (laughs) closing up shop. Oh, man. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. But before we go, Devin, tell the people where they can hear us. Oh, yes. All the time. You know how I like to talk about. You can always find us on, on various social networks. First, Instagram. That is Clark underscore street underscore wrestling uh just hit that follow button you know hit those likes all the all the time you can follow us on twitter that's clark street underscore wrestling and then tiktok tiktok is always growing yes we got thousands of views thousands of likes blowing up even my daughters is hating man it's all good that was all love that is clark underscore street underscore wrestling for the social network of tiktok for clark street wrestling podcast now you can always listen to us on anchor spotify iheart it's a lot of platforms wherever your favorite podcast platform you like to listen to just search for clark street wrestling podcast and you can find us we have like a very massive library over 100 getting ready to hit that 200 because i think we're what that 
year and a half now, going on two years. Yeah, because yeah. it was uh, what Royal Rumble, World Rumble, yeah. where it all begins, where we started. Yep, I thought that was yep. a good start mark right there. Let's start with the Royal yep. Rumble. Let's get our feet. So we're getting close. We're getting close to getting back there. Yeah, 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 man. Yep, yep, definitely check us out on all those platforms. Everybody, thank you for listening. But that is going to do it for this week's recap of Raw and SmackDown. For Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.